0: Welcome to the Destination Gettysburg Podcast. So we are here today. With Ellie Halaba vranich and how are you?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Um, we are looking out the window right now. It is April 6th. We are getting into the blossom season, and that's mainly why I want to talk to you today. Um, what that looks like, when it looks like, and uh, where people can see it.
1: Sure. So uh, spring is absolutely exploding in Adams County. And when you head to the upper part of the county, uh, you don't have to drive very far or wide to find beautiful blossoms. Uh, Different fruit trees bloom at different times in the spring. Uh, So we are actually already past full bloom for some of our tree fruits we grow on our farm, like apricots and plums. Uh, right now, peaches are in full bloom, and typically in a normal year, we will see peaches blooming in the beginning of April. Um, this year, the weather has been warm early, so things are a little ahead of schedule, more so than we'd like to see as fruit growers, but um, it is what it is at this point. But peaches are basically in full bloom right now and uh, will, will be out for about a week or 10 days more yet. Um, And then what we're really looking forward to ahead is our apple blossom Ah. in Adams County. Um, The apples typically, once they start blooming, will bloom for upwards of uh, three weeks, even depending on the weather Um, and the weather is important during blossom time. So if it's really rainy and cool and windy, Mm -hmm. often the bloom will last, last less long than when it's sunny and warm and, you know, nice moderate temperatures, Um, But we're we're anticipating bloom starting um, in the next 10 days to to two weeks, probably. And then, like I said, it may last two to three weeks beyond that point.
0: Excellent. Um, So Hollabaugh Brothers uh, Fruit and Farm Market, um, obviously, where you uh, spend your days and then probably a lot of nights as well. Um, has been around for 60 years, 65? More than, more than
1: that, yeah, okay. about, I think this is our 68th year. We, okay. we started in 1955.
0: Wow, that's unbelievable. Um, it's, it's, it's a long history of, of a family farm and a lot of people living and breathing that on a day-to-day basis. What is that like? I mean, because a lot of people who are coming to Adams County um, coming to Gettysburg, uh, checking out the agriculture in the area, they might not be 100% aware of what farm life is like. Um, you know, with respect, a lot of people are coming from big cities, want to get away. Um, this is a perfect place to go. What is a perfect, what is what is a day like in a life of somebody at Hollabaugh?
1: Yeah, so... Um um, I'm a third generation family member and we have been in business since 1955. So being at the farm is just a way of life for myself and my family. Um, we take great pride in being stewards of the land. Um, we feel like we were blessed to be able to um Receive and purchase the land that we have, and we take a lot of responsibility in taking good care of it and uh, nurturing the fruit trees and vegetables and all the plants and things that we grow on the farm. And for us, it's a full circle benefit because um, while we're able to do these things on the farm that we're passionate about, we're able to bring it full circle and feed our local community too. And through our store in Biglerville, uh, we sell all of the fruits and vegetables that we're growing. We also sell them up and down the East coast through other outlets as well. Um, But for us, we, we really love um, we just love farming. We love what we do. We work very hard. We work seven days a week, (laughs) most of the year um, in some capacity or another, but Um, we feel, we feel like this is what we're meant to do and we're really proud of what we do because we, we grow really good fruits and vegetables and, and we love sharing that with people.
0: And that's important to know too. Um, a lot of times people think mainly just fruits in the area, but vegetables are a big part of the day to day as well.
1: Yeah, so um, actually, we have a, a rather large planting of asparagus we grow okay. on our farm, which is the very first crop we harvest each year. And for us, it was kind of strategic in, in having that crop planted because it does, um, it does come in so early. We, we actually have little stalks poking up through the ground right now. I just oh. noticed this morning before I headed in here that um, we'll be harvesting it very soon. And that uh, harvest usually lasts about six weeks um, but that's a that's kind of a niche area for us. There's not a lot of people in our area mm-hmm. who grow it, but um, it's a it's a really good, delicious spring vegetable that people love to to enjoy this time of year. Um, and then we grow a lot of summer vegetables. We have a small greenhouse on the farm where we start most of our plants that we then grow and transplant out onto the farm. And we grow um, tomatoes and peppers and beans and eggplant and um, oh, gosh, a lot of a lot of different vegetables, um, largely to supply our retail market. We have a CSA on the farm where mm-hmm. people can pick up a weekly share of produce um, that we're harvesting. So uh, we try to grow a, a nice, diverse mix of uh, vegetables to use for that.
0: You uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to ask you about that program um, because it, it's front and center. When you go to the Hulabah, uh Brothers website that you can uh, check into that. Can you tell us about that program? General overview of what that is. I I know week to week basis, it provides a lot of great value for people.
1: Yeah. So CSA actually stands for community supported agriculture, and it is a a philosophy, a concept that's been around for decades and decades um, and used Um, in its truest form. A CSA is meant to help a farmer um, have seed money literally um, in the year. And often they will um, receive memberships of people who pay money upfront with the hope that they will be able to reap the benefit of the crop as the year goes on. But that upfront payment of, um, of an investment helps the farmer literally have money to buy seeds and all the supplies because it's a very expensive time of year in spring when you're getting everything established. And of course, mm-hmm. it takes time before things are ready to harvest. So Um, In that sense, it is helpful on both fronts. And then the the idea behind the CSA is that the person who's investing in it accepts the risk at a similar level as the farmer. So Mm -hmm. if there is a drought or a horrible storm that destroys the whole crop, The idea behind a CSA is that you don't get your money back. Mm -hmm. You get to live like a farmer and not have necessarily the same amount of food that you would have had Mm -hmm. had you had perfect weather all the way through. And then on the flip side, if it's a gorgeous growing season and you have a bounty of food to harvest, you get to reap the benefits of that of that harvest as well. So that's that's a CSA and you know how how it runs by definition. We at our farm at Halibut Brothers have taken a slightly different approach to it, just to take a little bit of that risk out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, we partner not only with our own farm but other local farmers as well. So when we have a customer who invests and registers for a subscription to our CSA program, we will often. Um, we will never not uh, give something in a week's share. Um, you will always get get value out of, out of what we're giving you. Um, and when we have an abundance, you receive that abundance too. Mm-hmm. But uh, if there's nothing, we always try to, to find a way to creatively give well, sure. give something in our share.
0: It is nice to provide that way for people to kind of live like a farmer, as you say, um, because you know that's a really unique situation um that people can put themselves into. No disrespect to grocery stores and, and you know, and, and uh, you know, big stores, so to speak, but I've found myself over the several years I've been in the area, uh kind of spoiling myself by being able to go to your market um or one of the other ones in the area as well, just because it's such an eye-opening experience to be able to do that. As an example, if if I need eggs I can just, right go, you know, go down the road to an egg farmer, or I can go to you and get fruits, vegetables. You know, I can get pretty much anything I need, and at the same time, I'm supporting local farmers. It's. It's pretty cool to be able to do that
1: yeah we're we're really lucky in this area that there is such an abundance of mm-hmm. agriculture and food right at our fingertips and i think i think covid has kind of taught us all here locally how mm-hmm. valuable that truly is because when the big grocery stores were sold out of everything and right. they couldn't get their delivery trucks in and their shelves were empty mm-hmm. us smaller farmers marketers we were able to continue receiving our local food source i was still able to get eggs because I buy them 10 miles away from my farm and that local food chain was not interrupted at the same degree that it was on a, on a widespread basis. So in addition to the fact that everything tastes better when it's local and not, you know, not shipped in from who knows where spent weeks and weeks on a truck before it finally gets to the shelf on the store. Um, it's, it's also just a a mutually beneficial thing to have right here at our fingertips.
0: Exactly. Um, but yeah, even, through COVID, like you were mentioning, price-wise, inflation-wise, eggs are still, they cost less as an example, you know, from the farm than they do in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be translated to a lot of different places as well, different products as well. that's important to note too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I'd mention um, there are, there are many many farmers up here mm-hmm. in Adams County, and a lot of them participate in farmers markets in more mm-hmm. urban areas, where a lot of listeners may be from. So it would be. Uh, well, to look up local farmers markets, exactly. and it's quite possible you can buy Adams County peaches in Washington D.C. all all summer long.
0: Yep. Now about the seasons, because I I, I constantly fall into rabbit holes online when I'm, you know, I'm trying to decipher like, okay, what's in season now? Um, what's going to be in season a couple months from now? If there's something I'm really looking forward to, whether it's uh, you know a peach or an apple. When can I get that at its prime? And, and then there's the matter of the off season. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long ago that I was wondering, like, how do we get apples in the middle of winter? Mm-hmm. And then I learned about, you know, like cold storage. How does that work for, for, for the listener who might not know? How does that work when you are trying to stock up for, you know, those kind of dormant months?
1: Yeah, so um, technology has changed a lot um, for everything, but it has in the produce industry as well. And there are many tools at our fingertips now that we can use to help fruit Mm -hmm. store longer. Um, and apples is a prime example of that. We, we basically have our harvested apples available almost year-round at our farm anymore. And we're able to do that through cold storage and some of the technologies we're able to use to uh, reduce ethylene production in the fruits, um, which is a naturally producing gas that mm-hmm. causes the ripening of fruits and vegetables. And there are, there are elements you can introduce into um, the atmosphere of a cold storage that slows down that production, which increases your storage life without you're not applying anything to the apple, there's nothing changing about the fruit itself, except that you're just controlling that that natural mm-hmm. production of gas in a way that helps the storage life of an apple last longer. So of course, with uh, certain fruits and vegetables, that uh, that process can't really help extend the, the shelf life too much. Right. So things like peaches and nectarines and plums and apricots, those summer fruits that are coming in, they do have their season. And when their season is over, that's you know, just, you've, you've just got to wait, but that's part of the beauty that's of that. It makes you hungry for them the next year when they come around again. Um, but different varieties ripen mm-hmm. at different times. So for us on our farm, we start harvesting peaches in June, um, middle of June, and we are harvesting the whole way through Labor Day usually. So we have a pretty long season for peaches. And even after the last peach is picked, they're still gonna store for a few more weeks after that even. So it's it's not uncommon for us to have peaches a little bit past Labor Day. Um, and then we're already harvesting the the new year's crop of apples by August. So you just have this lovely transition of fruits that, you know, right when you're working right. out of apricots and plums, you're into peaches and then pears and apples, and it just flows really nicely through, which is another benefit of our CSA program that you just have that mm-hmm. natural transition that you get to enjoy the whole year through.
0: Beautiful. And, and the whole year through, it's not just a matter of going to the market and, and shopping and doing whatever it's. There's several events throughout the year. As far as your neck of the woods, Mm -hmm. specifically with Hollabah Brothers, Mm -hmm. what events um, do you have on the horizon?
1: Yeah, so actually we have festivals on our farm, the first of which is our Strawberry Festival, which happens the first weekend in June, generally right when local strawberries are at their finest, and uh, we just feature all things strawberry that weekend. Uh, We usually have a food truck. We will um, have live music. Uh, we have uh, local ice cream that we dip and serve in our store, nice. and we have a, <laughs> uh, a feature milkshake that we make seasonally. So we'll have a um, a strawberry shortcake milkshake that you can get. It's kind of our... Eat your um, heart out farm yes, show. Yes, exactly. Fantastic and worth a try. We, ma- right. we have an in-house bakery, so we make fresh shortcake in our bakery, and then we we put that on our strawberry milkshake and blend it in, and top with whipped cream and fresh strawberries, oh and it's fantastic and definitely worth a try. Might be
0: ten thirty in the morning right now, but um, <laughs> right
1: now we're featuring our peanut butter egg milkshake. So okay, it's Easter I'm time, there. Yep, chocolate peanut butter ice cream, peanut butter eggs. So anything
0: with peanut butter on yeah, there. So
1: any any month of the year, you come to the mm-hmm. market, you can get a a specialty milkshake that features the season, whatever that may be. So
0: nice uh,
1: strawberries, blueberries, peaches, apples. Uh, We've we've got one for every season that that makes it worth the drive, if for no other reason. Um, But after our Strawberry Festival, we'll have our Blueberry Festival Mm -hmm. in July. Um, Same thing. We just feature our blueberry patch, and we offer you pick blueberries, live music, food trucks, activities for the kids, wagon rides, cut your own flowers. Um, It's a a great weekend um, to come out to the farm and enjoy, enjoy the beautiful scenery. We have a peach festival in August. Uh, we do uh, special things at Apple Harvest Time mm-hmm. in cooperation with the National Apple Harvest Festival, which is a, a strong attraction here in the area for people to come out of town to visit. Um, so we, we always have things going on at the farm.
0: Beautiful. Tying this into the whole area, it's, you know, respectfully, it's not just Hollabaugh Brothers. It is a lot of uh, places in the area, and that's the exact reason why we're very proud to have the Adams County Crop Hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, we're excited to do a new uh, passport. We're you know, kind of overhauling the whole thing. We're making it a lot more cool, so you can you know, not only win prizes along the way, but you can actually now, depending on your check-ins and your points you get, you can pick your own prizes. Um, there's some really cool things there, and that will be launching on May 1st. And it will run until December thirty first. Um, but yeah, the Crop Hop, um, you've been on it for pretty much since it's since inception. It started, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's inclusive of a lot of different places. Um, you can check that out at AdamsCountyCropHop.com. Have you experienced a lot of people coming in on the Crop Hop?
1: Yeah, it's a great program, and Mm -hmm. while we hope and encourage everyone to come to our farm, we also encourage folks to check out all the other fantastic farms and farm Mm -hmm. markets in the area because everybody kind of has their niche, their special thing, their reason to visit, and it's worth checking them all out. And um, for us, we like to see when people are coming in. On that crop hop because um, mm-hmm. it shows that they are checking out all the all the awesome places you can find not just local foods um, but locally produced artisan goods and honey and eggs and all kinds of things and then there's the retainment side of it too mm-hmm. there's some fantastic businesses who participate in crop hop who do things like a corn maze and pick your own pumpkins in the fall and things like that too cut cool. your own Christmas trees. It's a, it's a cool, well-rounded program that gives you something to look into every time you come to the area, no matter what the time of year.
0: Excellent. Yeah. We, we definitely look forward to it for a long time to come and probably I think I I want to do in the future here, maybe a few different spotlight episodes about the crop hop. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe we can get out and actually a tour of the crop hop, Mm -hmm. if you will, go to different places with the podcast. Um, We think that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, well I think um I think we have such a an asset here in this region that we have Gettysburg right here at our mm-hmm. fingertips with all the history. But what so many people don't realize is what's just outside of the city limits and how much you can find to do and see and enjoy outside. And I think it's a benefit of coming to this area that you can you can come up for a day and do all the history things and enjoy all of that. And there are so many things to do, but you can spend the night and the next day you can hit the farms and the wineries and the cideries and the crop hop stops and everything like that and just make a full- a full experience of coming to the, to this area. Um, as we started the conversation it's spring, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful time of year to, to come for a visit, but the beauty isn't going to stop. It just keeps right. changing and transforming as you go through all the seasons and summer has its beauty too, as does fall. And there's, there's just always a reason to come and you can't pick a bad time of year to come to this area.
0: Beautiful. Um, we're looking forward to a lot of great things. Um, just agriculturally speaking with the blossoms, Um, you know, some areas who shall remain nameless in, in, in nearby, uh, you know, DC, um, (laughs) you know, they, they pride themselves on, on their blossoms. Mm -hmm. We, we can pride ourselves on a lot of things here as well. And, uh, you know, when you come to Adams County, you can see and taste that for yourself. So thank you so much, Ellie, for, uh, joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Thank you for listening
1: to the Destination Gettysburg podcast, produced and hosted by Rick Kennis, with thanks to our special guest. No part of this material may be reproduced without written permission. Get inspired for your visit to Adams County, Pennsylvania at DestinationGettysburg.com.